The song, I Did It My Way, became very popular in the late 1960s. It was a time of great social unrest and turmoil in our nation's history. Our society had drastically changed as the younger generation moved away from morality, faith in God, and the structure of the family, which was the foundation of our nation. They instead embraced what they believed to be freedom of self-expression. They sought to seek their own individuality apart from God, family, and the accepted norms of their society. Today, the prevalent attitudes are live without boundaries, break all rules, do whatever feels good, peel off inhibitions, find your own road. We have become the center of our universe. Throughout the last few decades, we have seen the detrimental effect of this freedom to our individual lives, the family, and our nation. The results have been catastrophic. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, Solomon gave us a brief insight into where we have gone wrong. He wrote, there is a way that seems right to us, but the end is death and destruction. We cannot see where or how far our wrong decisions have taken us because we are limited in our understanding and foresight. If we look long and hard of our lives, we must admit we have taken the wrong path at some point. We have gone our own way, despising the wise counsel of others who have warned us of impending dangers. When we choose to do things our own way, living apart from God, it will cause much suffering, pain, despair, anger, disillusionment, and the list goes on. In the end, it will lead to destruction and death of separation from God throughout eternity. This is something most are not willing to ponder on or even believe that there is such a thing. Most would rather think that life ends at death, but God created us with an eternal soul that will live forever. It is our choice where we will spend eternity. From the beginning, it was never God's plan for us to live apart from Him. God's purpose in creating humanity was that we would come to know Him individually and experience the joy of an intimate relationship with Him. But sin separated us from God. There was a gap between God and all humanity. The Bible states that there is none righteous, no, not one. We will never turn to God unless we humbly recognize our sin against Him and our desperate need for a Savior. Many believe that they are not as bad as others for they have never committed murder or have never hurt anyone. They believe in the end their good will outweigh the bad. These also hope that their own good deeds will give them a right standing with Him. But this is our standard, not God's. For God demands 100% perfection. Even a small lie would separate us from God. So this poses a serious problem for us because if we are honest, we know we could never claim perfection. The psalmist David stated in Psalm 51 verse 5 that we were conceived in sin in our mother's womb. 
We were all born with a sinful nature. For example, who taught a two-year-old how to lie or to forcibly take a toy from another child? They do not learn this behavior. It comes from their sinful nature. Therefore, the Apostle Paul stated that all have sinned and come short of God's glory, his standard of perfection. Now for the good news. God provided a way for us to be made righteous before him and enjoy a right relationship with him. Jesus Christ became sin for us, bearing the penalty of our sin on the cross. And in exchange, also known as the great exchange, he gave us his righteousness. This right standing before God becomes ours when we place our faith in Jesus' death and resurrection as the only way to God the Father. Rejecting God's only provision through Jesus means we will stand before Him on our own merit. But Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. When we come to faith in Christ Jesus, he gives us not only the promise of eternal life, living with him forever, but forgiveness and an abundant life in the here and now. The abundant life refers to experiencing complete satisfaction and fullness of joy in knowing him. God gives us a new life that abounds in love, joy, peace, strength, and comfort on this side of eternity. The psalmist David said, In his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. It is in a right relationship with him that we will find true contentment. However, this does not mean we will never suffer as Christians, as followers of Christ. For Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, take courage, for he has overcome the world. As believers in Christ, no matter what we experience in this life, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are overcomers in Christ Jesus because he overcame the world, destroying the power of sin and death over us. The reality of this truth is ours when we place our complete trust in Jesus Christ. It's more than an intellectual belief. It's total reliance on Him and not on ourselves for salvation, which we can only find through faith in Him. Therefore, those of us who have come to faith in Christ are no longer to live for ourselves, doing things our own way. The Apostle Paul stated that the love Jesus has for us compelled him to live for Christ because he died for us and rose again. Our lives no longer belong to us. We have been bought with a price, the precious blood of Christ, which he shed on our behalf. We are therefore to live for his purpose and his will for our lives and not for ourselves. Some will reject this because they want to rule their own lives. 
They even get angry at God as they see all the evil in this world, not realizing that doing things our own way has contributed to the corruption and moral decay all around us. My appeal to you, if you haven't already done so, is turn to Jesus Christ, for there is no other hope for this world. He waits with open arms, for he came not into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved from judgment. God does not desire that any should perish, but that all will come to repentance. Repentance means taking a 180-degree turn from doing things our own way and choosing instead to follow and obey him. Only in Christ Jesus can we find eternal life. Whoever comes to him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. Therefore, turn from doing things your own way. Ask God to forgive you and to receive you into his family. You will experience the joy of knowing that you now have peace with God and the assurance of living with him forevermore.